This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Jason Xanthopoulos. Reginald by Saki. Reginald on Worries. Reginald on Worries. I have, said Reginald, an aunt who worries. She's not really an aunt, a sort of amateur one, and they aren't really worries. She's a social success and has no domestic tragedies worth speaking of, so she adopts any decorative sorrows that are going, myself included. In that way, she's the antithesis, or whatever you call it, to those sweet, uncomplaining women one knows who have seen trouble and worn blinkers ever since. Of course, one just loves them for it, but I must confess they make me uncomfy. They remind one so of a duck that goes flapping about with forced cheerfulness long after its head's been cut off. Ducks have no repose. Now, my aunt has a shade of hair that suits her, and a cook who quarrels with the other servants, which is always a hopeful sign, and a conscience that's absentee for about eleven months of the year, and only turns up at Lent to annoy her husband's people, who are considerably lower than the angels, so to speak. With all these natural advantages, she says her particular tint of bronze is a natural advantage, and there can be no two opinions as to the advantage. Of course, she has to send out for her afflictions, like those restaurants where they haven't got a license. The system has this advantage, that you can fit your unhappiness in with your other engagements, whereas real worries have a way of arriving at mealtimes and when you're dressing or other solemn moments. I knew a canary once that had been trying for months and years to hatch out a family, and everyone looked upon it as a blameless infatuation, like the sale of Delagoa Bay, which would be an annual loss to the press agencies if it ever came to pass. And one day, the bird really did bring it off, in the middle of family prayers. I say the middle, but it was also the end. You can't go on being thankful for daily bread when you are wondering what on earth very new canaries expect to be fed on. At present, she's rather in a Balkan state of mind about the treatment of the Jews in Romania. Personally, I think the Jews have estimable qualities. They're so kind to their poor and to our rich. I dare say, in Romania, the cost of living beyond one's income isn't so great. Over here, the trouble is that so many people who have money to throw about seem to have such vague ideas where to throw it. That fund, for instance, to relieve the victims of sudden disasters? What is a sudden disaster? There's Marion Mulciber, who would think she could play bridge, just as she would think she could ride down a hill on a bicycle. On that occasion, she went to a hospital. Now she's gone into a sisterhood, lost all she had, you know, and gave the rest to heaven. Still, you can't call it a sudden calamity. That occurred when poor dear Marion was born. The doctor said at the time that she couldn't live more than a fortnight, and she's been trying ever since to see if she could. Women are so opinionated. And then there's the education question. Not that I can see that there's anything to worry about in that direction. To my mind, education is an absurdly overrated affair. At least... One never took it very seriously at school, where everything was done to bring it prominently under one's notice. Anything that is worth knowing 
one practically teaches oneself, and the rest obtrudes itself sooner or later. The reason one's elders know so comparatively little is because they have to unlearn so much that they acquired by way of education before we were born. Of course, I'm a believer in nature study, as I said to Lady Bowwhistle. If you want a lesson in elaborate artificiality, just watch the studied unconcern of a Persian cat entering a crowded salon, and then go and practice it for a fortnight. The Bowwhistles weren't born in the purple, you know, but they're getting there on the installment system, so much down and the rest when you feel like it. They have kind hearts and they never forget birthdays. I forget what he was. Something in the city where the patriotism comes from, and she... Oh, well. Her frocks are built in Paris, but she wears them with a strong English accent. So public-spirited of her. I think she must have been very strictly brought up. She's so desperately anxious to do the wrong thing correctly. Not that it really matters nowadays. As I told her, I know some perfectly virtuous people who are received everywhere. Reginald on Worries by Saki